הרי אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שבדורנו, לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שאוכלי הפך קדוש המשאב הארץ המה. ובפחד רבנו הקדוש צדיק יסוד עולם. נחל נובע מקור חוכמה רבנו נחמן פייגה בצמחה נא נח נחמן נחמן מאומן. זכותם תגן עלינו על כל ישראל אמן. בעזרת השם, תלר ודוין תורה קנ"ט תורה 159. רבנו תרזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזזז
And this represents this spiritual influx. Which represents the right side. For this influx is, is specific to the world that is entirely long. Meaning the world to come. Which represents the upper world. But wealth and honor. Which represent physical influx. This represents the left side. But not every person merits this, that his studies should ascend up to the Divine Presence. Because for this to happen, you need to be a very precious man, a very valuable person. And so that your study should be only for the Divine Presence. That this requires a very special, special person. What are we talking about? That a person studies for the Divine Presence, meaning that he studies to raise the, the Shekhinah, the Divine Presence, from the dust. As we know that as, we're, as long as we're still in the exile, that the Divine Presence is present within the dust, within, among the klipot, among the evil forces. And not every person merits this sort of study. And even if it seems to this person as if he's studying with fear of heaven, and even if this person says that his studies are to raise the Shekhinah from the dust, nonetheless, who can say if this person is really fitting for such a thing? Meaning, if it's really true what he's saying, meaning that his study really ascends up to the Divine Presence. And therefore, when a person, when a person studies, do not ascend up to the Divine Presence. Therefore, what happens? When the Torah emerges, it's impossible for it to ascend to its dwelling place. But the nature of the Torah is to raise itself up and to ascend. So in the meantime, it becomes dark. And then what happens? As brought down in the Zohar HaKadosh Parashat Miketz, what happens in the meantime while the Shekhinah wants to ascend but it cannot rest in its resting place? It becomes night and what happens when it becomes night? There are commanders of law, Gardineni Musin, commanders of law that come out and emerge. And these commanders of law, these supernal beings, strike this Torah study, they hit this Torah study. And this Torah study descends down below. And it's scattered down here um, down here below into the entire world and the entire world is able to draw from this air of this Torah study and everyone is able to draw from this Torah that was spread down below in, this, in the air of this world whether he's sleeping or whether he's awake this air is present and is able to be drawn from at any given moment whether awake or asleep and in accordance with the nature of the person to whom this Torah reaches, meaning according to the nature of this person who draws from this Torah, this is what happens to it. Meaning what? Because an upright person who has fear of heaven, even of limited prominence, even if he's a small level, or Adam Gadol Vetzadik, or a great and awesome righteous person. When they receive from these Torahs, from these teachings that have been scattered in this world, then from this air of this Torah, this Tzadik, or even this simple person, but who's an upright and righteous person, 
um, he's able to create from this Torah that he breathes in or he takes in. He's able to create from this Torah, Tal Torah, what we call Tal Torah. This do of Torah, as we brought down in the Hakdama of the Zohar, in the Hakdama of the Tikkun Zohar, and in the Tikkunim of the Zohar Chadash. And they receive from this new and powerful arousal for the Torah. They receive from this Tal um, Torah a new and awesome desire for the Torah. And all of this is dependent upon the level of the person who is receiving this air of this Torah that has been scattered down. For some, uh, for some people, they are able to create from this um, this air of this scattered Torah um, novel ideas in Torah. Because when you receive from many different lessons of many different people that have been scattered in this world, that the Torah has been scattered in this world, when you get all this combination of all these different lessons, you are able to, that you receive from a combination of all these different uh, lessons new combinations and you're able to attain new perceptions and novel ideas in Torah and create novelties and for small people that don't know how to attain or how to make novelties in Torah what do they receive instead they receive a new arousal and a keen aspiration for the Torah which is also an aspect of Chidush and also an aspect of novelties that what is being renewed their passion their arousal for the Torah and all of what we just explained is specifically when that scattered air of those Torah that get brought down into this world when they're not able to ascend up to the divine presence um are brought to a person who is upright and righteous. Upright and proper. But when this Torah is, is, um, is brought before a person who is not upright, it does the exact opposite of this. From this Torah, it doesn't become Tal Torah, the do of Torah, or the, the Tal Torah. As we know, Tal, Rabbeinu explains this inyan of Tal. Um, Within um, lesson 11 of Likuta Moran, he explains this idea. So look over there. But uh, Rabbanu explains that actually what? You don't receive Tal Torah, you receive Lametet Melachot. You receive the 39 works, the 39 Melachot. Shemagiyalo Adraba that. Shemagiyalo. Shemagel uh, that reaches to him ad on the contrary, not thirty-nine, um, the thirty-nine uh, holy lights of Torah, but rather the thirty-nine um, different types of work. Meaning what? That you have a new keen aspiration, a new desire, ligiot, to actually put too much effort utrachot and to bother yourself avodat in in serving and running after this world. Which is the exact opposite of the Tal Torah, the, the do of Torah that we explained. Because Tal is just another explanation, uh, the opposite of the word Lamet, uh, of the opposite of Lametet. Hanu Lametet Menachot, meaning that you receive these 39 works and you desire to work more and to go try to earn more money and this and whatever it is that draws you away from the, your purpose. Meaning that when you receive this Torah, if a person is not proper, when you receive these scattered uh, Torah lessons, 
he falls into the verse of what it says in Bereshit chapter 3. By the sweat of your brow, you shall eat bread. Meaning it's going to be very difficult for you. You're going to fall into more desires of this world. This represents the right and the left side that is present within the Torah. Because we see these two opposites when, when this Torah received, is brought to a person or reaches a person who is upright, then this person is able to create from this Torah, Tal Torah. But what happens, which is, represents the right side, but on the opposite side, when this Torah reaches um, a person who isn't so proper, he actually receives more strength and desire to go do Lametet Benachot, the 39 works, which is the exact opposite. Because from this study of Torah that ascends up to the Divine Presence, it's created from this right and this left. What is the right and left? The fire and the water, which is what? Spiritual and physical influx. But from this Torah that is not able to ascend up to the Divine Presence, and it's brought down and spread out and uh, scattered in the air down here in this world because these, uh, these uh, commanders of law strike this Torah and bring it down to this world. It actually, from the right or the left, rather than the right and the left, um, which is the fire and the water, which is this um, spiritual and physical influx that is created from a holy Torah that ascends up to the divine presence? So this Torah that is not able that is not able to ascend um, then becomes Tal Torah, which is the right side, or Lametet Menachot, the thirty-nine works, which is the left side. So there's no aspect of spiritual or physical influx. It's just whether um, Tal or Lametet Menachot, depending on the person who receives this Torah. According to the nature of the person who's receiving the scattered air. And this thing is literally explained in physicality, in the, in the realm of corporeality. Because when a person studies, what happens? Vapor and mists um, emerge from this person's mouth. And even if sometimes a person is not even bringing out a word from his mouth, not saying something. Nonetheless, when a person is sitting and studying within the book and analyzing the book, that vapors and mists still emerge from him. And within these vapors and mists, there's there's chamimut, there's heat, velachut, and moisture. As is known naturally. And these mists and vapors that emerge from this person represent fire and water. And when they're not able to ascend up to the place that is necessary for them, then what happens at night? Those commanders of law strike this, this Torah, these vapors and mists that emerge from this person's mouth. Uh, even whenever a person is not saying anything. As we said above, these commanders of law that, that emerge out at night, and these, this, uh, these vapors and mists are scattered in the air. And these people are able to draw from this air, and human beings are able to draw from this air. And then each and every person is able to draw from the strength of these the strength of these lessons and these teachings that this person studied that were then scattered amongst the air. And the same is true, literally, with Tal Begashmiut, 
um, this spiritual dew um, that is actually we see that there's physical dew. We see that there's within dew itself, physical dew that comes down to this world. We see that there's two types of koach, there's two types of aspects to it. There's good and bad. To bring to life or to death. And these two are made of mists that um, ascend up from the earth and at night there's coolness that comes down to the world. And this cold air strikes these mists that come down from the earth, that come up from the earth. And this cold air strikes these mists from above, and then these mists fall down to below, and then from these mists are created tal, dew. When these mists strike this cold air of the night, it creates dew. And this brings life force to all the grasses, the shrubs, and the animals that eat from these grasses. And these shrubs are actually made fattier. And there's types of um, plants that are greatly harmed by the dew. And even those people that, are, that eat from this dew um, are harmed by them. From these types of dew um, can come plague and all sorts of sicknesses, God forbid. Nimza. We see, that we see within the dew itself, there's two types of koach. To bring life, to kill or to bring life, as we said above. The same is true of what is created from those Torah lessons. Through the aspects that we just mentioned above. Um, that literally, that from, that literally, that they are literally in the aspect of talagashmi, this physical dew that we just mentioned. That from this physical dew we create this tal, this um, these thirty nine lights of Torah. And the tzaddikim are able to walk upon these lights. Kanal we mentioned above. Um, as brought down in this in Hoshev, tzaddikim That the tzaddikim are able to walk with these lights of Torah. After Rabbeinu told this Torah, he answered and he said, But I did not find a verse or any sort of saying of the sages that, um, that uh, within their sayings or within the verse have what we just mentioned um, within that, uh, that context. Meaning that uh, Rabbeinu was trying to find a proof for this within the Torah or within uh, the saying of the Gemara or, or the sages or the Zohar, whatever it might be. But he could not find. If perhaps someone will find. That perhaps they are able to find um, these words, this entire idea within some sort of verse or some sort of saying of the sages. And then Rabbeinu mentioned that which Rabbi Yoshua says in, in the Gemara Sota, Who will remove the dust from your eyes? Rabban Yochanan ben Zakai, Rabban Yochanan ben Zakai, this Rav, this big tzaddik, Shayita Omer, um, who would say, Atid Dorecha, that in the future there will be one generation, etc. Sheno Mikrami na Torah, that there will be no one for him, a verse from the Torah, Ve'alo Akivchat al Mitcham, Motzelo Mikrami na Torah. But hasn't Akiva, your student, found a verse for it? So Rabenu is actually telling us a huge chidush here. Um, in between the lines, according to the best of my understanding, what uh, Rabenu is bringing this uh, this story in the Gemara Sota to explain to us that actually there's going to be a tzaddik 
um, um, in the future, there's going to be a generation when a tzaddik is going to find a Torah uh, or give an awesome lesson, and there won't be a verse that he can bring up. But um, his student will be able to find a verse for it. His student will be able to find a, 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 a ma'amar of the sages that will be able to explain that which he just explained. So, um, as is present, as we see in the Gemara this inyan, that Akiva, your student, found a verse. Who's it talking about? Rabbi Yoshua ben Hokenus, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, who is Rabbi Akiva's teacher. Um, and Rabbi Akiva found a verse for Rabbi Yoshua um, to finish off what he explained, if I'm not mistaken, this inyan. But, Bezrat uh, Hashem, whoever has an idea about this, uh, may he bring it to light. And uh, God willing, may we really apply what Rabbanu teaches us, that uh, we always turn this Torah that we are able to breathe in from this world into Tal Torah, not uh, and Tal Torah, specifically a Tal that is able to bring life and not death, not God forbid the 39 works. And Bezrat uh, Hashem, may we really study Be'emet and Lishma for the sake of the Divine Presence. Bezrat Hashem.